Podcast. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And welcome back to Time Out of Mind, a Steely Dan Din Jig. <laughs> and uh, folks, bring your uh, bring your Hackensack New Jersey library card because we are uh, going to a wonderful ditty off of Katie Lied. Daddy don't live in New York City no more. Uh, you missed you missed an important word there. Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. Right off the rip, what can you tell us about the title of this song, Mike? What can I tell you about the title of this song? I can tell you one fact about the title of this song, and that is that this, of all the songs they did, from Peg to Daddy Don't Live in That New York City No More, this is the longest of them. That's right, folks. This is the longest title in a Silly Dad <laughs> song. I also might bet on this and don't know for sure, but no, I'm not even going to bet on this. Uh, well, what I will say, this is probably the song in the Steely Dan discography that says the word daddy the most. Daddy chill. Is this the horniest song? Who's to say? <laughs> Where to say it? I would say no. Not even close. <laughs> we'll get into it, folks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, this is the... This is the... Of all the songs on Katie Lied, this is the fourth of them. This is the fourth one of them. That's true. That's right, folks. This this song comes on fourth. This song comes in between two songs I really enjoy. This song comes between Rose Darling, my friend, and my doctor, Mr. Wu himself, the good Dr. Wu. So Ryan, so, what do you think? What do you think about this song before we really dive into the nuts, the bolts, and the screws and the washers and the hammers and nails of this the song? Flying, the flying buttresses and the yeah, and the the wheels. So I okay. think that this is a, uh, a very bluesy song. It's got oh, some interesting production credits, and there are some colorful characters. So let's take a spin. There are a lot of characters in this song. There's a lot of people. Maybe we'll play a game that we say we play every week, but we don't play too much, and we'll play later on today. <clears throat> we'll cast the movie. But uh, in the meantime, um, let's get this thing going and uh, give it a spin.
So, yeah. so uh, folks, that's that. Daddy Don't Live in That New York City No More. No more. So, Ryan, why don't you, why don't you break down the music for us a little bit? Yeah, let's start, let's start with some of the production credits here. Big names on this song include Jeff Beccaro on the drums. I believe he was 20 years old when he recorded this song. And he probably uh, lived in that New York City. Yeah, he his daddy, it. who's to say. Daddy chill. I bet he did. Uh, importantly, this is the first time that Steely Dan has used them in their discography. The first time I believe we're mentioning this character in the Steely Dataverse, Larry Carlton, a legendary studio guitarist, perhaps the finest of the second half of the 20th century. Uh, he creates a huge, he contributes a lot uh, to the Royal Scam in that entire sound of that album. He has played on over 100 gold records in his time, he has four Grammy Awards and his guitar work on uh, Steely Dan's Kid Charlemagne is probably his most famous guitar solo. Yeah. But um, quick fun facts about Larry Carlton, because he is such a giant of, uh, of the 20th century rock sound. He's best known for his 1969 Gibson ES-335 semi-hollow body electric guitar. Now, let me, you're, you're not going to tell me he also plays a 1951 Fender Telecaster, are you? <laughs> I would have if you didn't tell me beforehand. Now, what brand uh, of amplifier does he use? I think he uses... Uh, now, I've heard rumors that he uses a Fender Vibrolux amplifier, but his standard setup also includes a Dumble. Wow. I know. Really, what a hero of this time. It's certainly not a Yamaha A-S301. No. But... Never. He, well, he didn't go down to Buell McDougall's Flugelhorn Emporium. No, no. Yamaha's. He's not a big enough name for that. But last fun fact I'll mention about Larry Carlton is that uh, in 1988, so far after this album uh, was, was published, his solo career was innocent. And uh, he had his own private recording studio. It was called Room 335. He was shot in the throat by a teenager. And uh, he suffered nerve and vocal cord damage, which de- delayed the completion of his own solo album uh, called On Solid Ground. His left arm was paralyzed for six months and he was un- unable to play more than a few notes. I'm happy to report that he is now touring and uh, recording recording music still, but uh, what a freak accident. Also, Roger. you failed to mention he was in one of the great holiday films of all time. Please pray tell. He was in Scrooged. Really? Yeah, he had a cameo in Scrooged as one of the street musicians. Along with Miles Davis, Paul Schaefer, and David Sanborn. Jesus. Yeah. Um, must have been really rocking. Yeah, that was a great band. Great little street band there. Um, just just fun facts for you. He also has appeared in Starlick's Larry Carlton and Starlick's Larry Carlton Volume 2. That is not a porno, despite what it sounds like. <laughs> you know, star. No, that was, that was Kiss the Star, Larry Carlton. Yeah. So... But let's uh, let's get to the song, and um, before we get into the lyrics here, Mike, how do you interpret the song? What are they talking about here? Well, they're talking about a dad, and he doesn't live doesn't live in New York City anymore. You know what that means? He doesn't live in Queens, doesn't live in Brooklyn, doesn't live in the Bronx. He doesn't live on the Isle of Manhattan, and he certainly doesn't live on the Isle of Staten. Maybe he lives in the Isle of Long. Maybe he lives in Westchester. Who's to say? We could also list other places he could live. 
He could live in New Jersey. He could live in Philadelphia. He could live in Reno. He could live in Pierre, North Dakota. These are all places that he could live now, but he doesn't. He might. He, the one we know for a fact is that he doesn't live in New York City anymore. But on a realistic note, I think the song is about maybe a pimp. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, definitely a sketchy, an older, sketchy man who's steeped in crime. I I visualize Jack Nicholson from The Departed, just just a <laughs> sketchy looking fella. You know John Lennon? Yeah, sure. He was a president before Lincoln. Lennon said, I'm an artist. You give me a fucking tuber, I'll get you something out of it. Are you a cop? Are you a fucking cop? I'm not a cop, I'm your cousin. Are you a, are you a fucking cop? Jackie Costigan, are you a fucking cop? Uh, but let's, let's uh, I guess, just to get one last note on the music here, using the wiggly lines of Larry Carlton's guitars, he brings out both yeah, the, old the blues strings. footing, the blues footing of the song and the hokey, colorful, but doomed old boozer out of that out of the the main character uh the story's main character so um yeah let's break down lyrics this guy is an old stinking bum yeah well um sorry i'm distracted right now because larry carlton played something on gaucho and i don't know what oh no just on track seven just on third world man also, Mark Knopfler played lead guitar. Wow. We, we, I am so excited to talk about Gaucho, but we're never going to get to talk about Gaucho because Gaucho is like months away. Um, so let's go through verse one. Verse number one. Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. He don't celebrate Sunday on a Saturday night no more. Daddy don't need no lock and key. For the peace he stowed out on Avenue D, Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. So what's cool about this song is that there's no chorus. It's just verses. I guess, the, is the chorus the word Daddy? Daddy chill. Does that count as a chorus? Daddy it don't? Might just, it might just be. You know? Daddy don't? Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? So I think, yeah, this is basically like a retired pimp, a retired drug dealer, a retired nefarious fella. There's something very Atlantic City about this guy. Just very seedy, slick back hair. Probably, yeah, I could see that. Thinks he's good at roulette. Uh, all right, just cliff notes here. First two, what are they talking about? Yeah, Lucy still loves her rum and coke, but she don't. I'm sorry, but she sits alone because daddy can't come. Daddy don't drive in that El Dorado no more. Um, so what do you make of that line, Mike? Daddy don't come? Well, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> that's gross is what I make of that line. Um, should we break out a fan theory here? Yes. And this yes. whole show is just fan theories. Um, this one comes to us from the church of um, last week. We had the church of, of Gadudi and Warren 67. This week we're adding in a new, um, a new prophet possibly to the fan theory canon. Um, we're adding in El Slapo. <laughs> Praise Slapo. <laughs> hey, El Slapo. 
It's a requiem for an aging hipster in the pre-Viagra era. The dude can't come. <laughs> yeah. Um, this line also serves as a double entendre, signifying come as a tendency, but also images of phallic images being right, taken away. Um, you know, there are actually, now that I think about it, there are a lot of um, phallic images here in this, this uh, you know, the piece that kind of, I guess a, a gun kind of looks like a A few moments later. The, the fine cigar is phallic and the dinner from a paper sack, that's probably a bottle of something and that kind of looks like a dong. So maybe this guy's not getting enough action anymore and he's sad. The bridge, the bridge of this song, the bridge of this song, driving like a fool out to Hackensack, drinking his dinner from a paper sack. He says, I got to see a joker and I'll be right back. He's going to see, of course, Jared Leto. <laughs> He's going to see uh, Morbius. In, Doctor, in are you talking about Dr. Michael Morbius himself? <laughs> all right. Hashtag Morbius sweep, folks. Yes. Um, all right. The final verse three. We're almost there, folks. Don't yeah, worry. Just, let's get through it here. No, my daddy don't live in that New York City no more. So now that's the first time he refers to him as my daddy. Daddy, chill. That's actually interesting. You know, the rest of the time it was just daddy. Maybe he's talking about himself, but now maybe he's talking about someone else. He can't get tight every night past that on the barroom floor. Gross. Okay. Um, daddy can't get that fine cigar no more, but we know whatever you're smoking, wherever you are, that daddy don't live in that New York City no more. So perhaps he doesn't live in New York City because he's dead. He, I Could know, be. we know you're maybe. smoking wherever you are. Oh, good read. Maybe he's in hell. Maybe he's in hell. He's just not here because he's dead from all the yes. booze. I actually, I think maybe I like it, and maybe that's why he switches to talk about no, my dad, my daddy. Maybe we've discovered something here. Is this some sort of Freudian Fagin postulation hour? That that possibly that you know, but I mean maybe yeah, because I mean, I don't hate this theory. He's he's not in New York City because he's dead. <laughs> His parent, his Donald Fagan's father, his and, name was Joseph Jerry Fagan. I'm sorry, his and, middle name was Jerry. Now, I think Jerry parentheses like he, everyone called him Jerry. Okay. Oh, and so that's all I know kid. about him. To be continued. Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe he's talking about Jerry. All right. Good sidebar there. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Maybe, maybe daddy's dead or dies in a car crash. And then this is the, you know, recovery from it. Maybe, yes. maybe. Don here is the underpimp. Yeah. And that this song isn't actually sung, it's sung in the third person, but not about the singer. Mike, who would you cast if this movie, if this song was to turn into a cinematic experience? Oh, How would you boy. cast this song? Let's start with maybe Daddy. Well, I think Daddy would be played, of course, by none other than Wesley Snipes. Okay. Now, um, how about Lucy? Who enjoys her uh, coconut? That's a good one. You know, I think I'd have to go with sticking around here. Um, probably Michael Michelle. You know the right. you know the actress Michael Michelle. I remember her. I remember now. If Daddy had a couple of uh, you know thug friends that he hung out with, who would you cast those people as? Oh uh, well, his his um, probably his childhood friend would be Alan Payne. And his uh, homeless man that he becomes friends with 
who will ultimately betray daddy, probably maybe the one who reported him, is going to, of course, be Chris Rock. Undoubtedly. And now I think I'm going to leave the last one for you here. Who would you cast as the uh, arrogant New York City police officer who vows to bring daddy down as retribution for his mother's death at daddy's hands? Oh, man, that is such a good question. I'm going to have to. You know, it's between it's between Mario Van Peebles and Ice-T, but I think I'm going to go Ice-T for this one. Yeah, I think I, I think you're probably right. And I think Mario Van Peebles would be the one leading the investigation. And of course, Mike, we are alluding to the Weird Al rendition of this song, which would be Daddy Don't Live in That New Jack City No More. <laughs> We've done it, that, folks. We've done it. If you got that before we did, hold, hold on, right? My phone is ringing. It's it's the president of the United States calling me. Hold on a second. Hello, yes, uh, Mr. Biden. Wow. No, that bit created world peace oh my goodness wow mr Biden, thank you thank you so much of course of course we'll accept the presidential medal of freedom for our work yes thank you very much please come on the oh you you don't want to come on the podcast you want us to specifically mute you out okay that's fine but thank you for the recognition sir thank you very much wow honored by the president of the united states of america for a bit Wow. A distinct honor and pleasure. World peace. We did it. We did it. So Ryan, should we move on to our segments now? Now that we've yes. created world peace, which is ultimately the end goal of the podcast, but um, now that we've created world peace, should we move on to our segments? Yes, I'd like that All very right. much. All right, Ryan, are you ready? I'm ready. So the three, your three songs are FM, and of course I'm referring to FM, no static at all. Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. And Ricky, don't lose that number. It's shocking that one of those gets played less than this. Uh, truly unbelievable. I'm going to say they don't play. I think they play Ricky don't lose that number more than this. That is incorrect. Wow. wow. FM, no static at all, 289 times. Daddy don't live in that New York City no more, 283 times. And Ricky, don't lose that number 233 times. I did not expect that either. So it's really something. Wow. How about that? All right. Uh, before we're going to do another segment today, based on what I said earlier, this is the longest song in the Steely title, longest song title in the Steely Dan discography. Ryan, if you were able to play Daddy Don't Live in That New York City No More in Scrabble, how many points would it be worth? I got to say 40 points. 40 points. That's a dizzying amount of letters. The correct answer is 65 points. Wow. Yeah, those W's. That W that and those Y's. The D's were two. So 65 rocking Scrabble points. That 65, would take a lot of letters. <laughs> 65 is one of the numbers that you might find on a house at one of our sponsors' buildings today. And that, folks, Ryan, who's our sponsor today? Today's episode is brought to you by the Hackensack, New Jersey Small Business Commission. Hackensack, New Jersey, a city in motion. Come see the beautiful sights of Hackensack, including, but not limited to, 
you can see the George Washington Bridge. You can see the metropolitan campus of Farley Dickinson University. You can see the Hackensack River. You can see something called Teaneck. You can see the New Jersey Naval Museum. But most importantly, you can see the Bergen County Jail, which is where wow. Daddy belongs. So if not in hell, he belongs there. If you're in New York City and you're looking to get out and you don't want to live in that New York City any longer, go to Hackensack. Go to Hackensack and tell them Time Out of Mind sent you to receive a free lunch in a paper bag. Um, all right. So, folks, our final two segments of the day, um, speaking of numbers, uh, <laughs> we're going to go right into those. So, um, first segment today is Ryan's Reddit Ranking Review, because none of you ever gave us a better name for it. So, here we go with it. Ryan, in twenty twenty. The users of the Steely Dan subreddit ranked every song on a scale of 1 to 84, with 1 being the best and 84 being the worst. Where do you think the users of the Steely Dan subreddit ranked? Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 60. 60. You got the second digit right, but the first digit was a 5 because the answer was 50. Wow. Okay. Well, I top 50 songs. I think 50 yeah. is a good spot for it. Um, I think this song is perfectly, it's perfectly average. Um, you know, it's not good. It's not bad. So, uh, so Ryan, final segment of the day, Hey 19, in which we're going to rank every song on a scale of one to 19 with one being Guadalajara and 19 being William and Mary university. And or or perhaps uh, the book of numbers to uh, your big black cow. Well, that's a good one. Uh, so Ryan, on a scale of one to nineteen, what are you giving the song "Daddy Don't Live in That New York City No More"? Drum roll, please. I'm going to give this song a whopping seven. Seven Hayes. I don't love it. I think it is fine. I think the blues are good. Jerry, Larry Carlton uh, definitely contributes. It's a colorful Las Vegas era character given to us by the uh, unforgettable Donald Fagan. But I am not in love with the song. Okay. Like I said, I think this song is perfectly average. I think it's perfectly cromulent. It's a fine song. It's just fine. So I'm going to give it the average score of all of my scores before, which is a 10. So I think this is a 10. I think it's fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's not one I ever really like seek out to listen to. Um, but I uh, I do. I think it's fine. You know, it, I don't get mad when it comes on, but it's not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not insulting me, but I, I don't love it. So I gave it a seven. So um, with that being said, any uh, final comments you'd like to make or is that is that all for us well you can make like daddy and go to hell if you don't follow us on instagram at time out of mind pod or on twitter at steely dan pod or if you've never emailed us you can also make like daddy and go straight to Hackensack. <laughs> uh it's steely dan pod at g or it's, i'm sorry it's time out of mind pod at gmail.com uh next week folks we're doing another unreleased track really for the next two weeks you're going to learn all about new steely dan tunes uh, starting, of course, next week with Dallas. We're going to really dive into who shot JR. Ryan, Interesting. You ever, you ever been to Dallas, Ryan? 
Yeah, I've been, I've been to. You ever been to the book? We're, next week's episode is going to focus exclusively on who shot JR and who shot JFK. The only two things to ever happen in Dallas. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. So that's what they have in the museum. Just only those two, two things. Yep. Only two exhibits. So, uh, spoiler alert, folks the Pope killed JFK. <laughs> well, George we'll, we'll H.W. Bush week. was holding the gun. The Pope pulled the trigger. We'll get into that next week, though, folks. So, all righty, my friends. Until next week, stay steely. And remember, the silver may turn to gold. And this has been Time Out of Mind. Podcast.